Hi, I'm Karina and this is Bold, Brown and British. Today we're going to be discussing this idea of divorces and I guess the stigma of divorces in Asian culture. I've got Fahima here with us, who is a British-born Bengali. So obviously you've been divorced before. <laughs> yeah. I guess the first question is, is there a stigma? Of course. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's difficult to, to explain the extent to which the stigma exists, even in this day and age, you know, where you would think, you know, times have changed, generations have changed. For for this podcast, I was doing a bit of research to see if I can find any statistics or any kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, just bits and bobs. And what really struck out is posts on, I, I guess, UK blogs and Indian blogs that say, oh, you know, we're very progressive about the idea of divorce these days. If a man, if a man cheats or is abusing their you know, wife, then of course we encourage them to not stay in those relationships. But actually, that's not the only reason you might get divorced. It could just be that your relationship is breaking and you're unhappy in that marriage. Yeah. I think this it raises a question to say, and son-in-law never raised a hand at your daughter he doesn't drink, he didn't ask for diary, he's not abusive, he's not cheated. He's just not right. The relationship with your daughter isn't working out. Mm-hmm. Do you think parents still stand by their daughters? Or- no, I mean, of course, as you know, a parent's point of view, even, even when you're in the marriage, no one wants you know, the marriage to fail, essentially. I think that's, that's the, you know, a lot of it derives from that this sense of failure you know because marriage especially in our culture it's it's something you do for life it's like you know you commit and i think it's it's that that ending it's you know it's horrifying but i think what people don't understand is yeah like people fall in love you fall out of love you know or it could be you know like you listed so many different factors i think um you know parents or when you're in then you you do what you can to make it work there's so many sacrifices compromises but often you know, it, it gets to a point where, you know, you just can't make it work. And I think that's what people don't understand. That no one willingly goes through a divorce. No one wants that stigma. No one wants to go through that. But unfortunately, it happens. And when it does, there is a lot of stigma. And I think the sad part is that in our culture, and of course, a lot of what I say, you know, comes from personal experience. You know, the, the female typically faces more of it than, you know, the male you know you know one thing like um you know when you have like parents Mm -hmm. parents who have their daughter who's say married she's divorced now they would want her to remarry remarry move on in life right but those very parents if their son came home and said hey mom dad i found someone i want to get married to but she's a divorcee those very parents will have an issue because that stigma is there you know you know do you get what i'm trying to say yeah i do where do you think that stems from? Divorce is a failure. You've not, you've not managed to keep your husband in love with you. And I think so much of a woman's identity becomes, you know, comes from her husband. Um, you know, I mean, of course, times are changing. We are raising independent women, and like, you know, but, but that's not how it was a generation, two generations ago. You know, I think perhaps that's where it comes from. I think for us, it's very, it's very weird. Because being British born, you hold on to, you have a lot of Western influences, you know, being brought up here. Whereas, say, for example, my parents or my grandparents, their concept of marriage and, you know, how, you know, the, the effort in which you put into a marriage to make it work, it's just, 
our mentalities, our outlooks in life are just so different. Do you think that the outlook then or the stigma is only with our parents' generations, our grandparents' generation? Do you think there's also a stigma amongst us as, you know, millennials and, and our generations? Of course. As, as, as weird as it is, I, I mean, I would have thought there wouldn't be as much. Perhaps it isn't, but there definitely is. You know, when you say you're dating, you meet someone, but say the person was, you know, married. Yet you're like, oh, you're married. As soon as you hear divorce, it's just a completely different way that you, you know, perceive the same situation. I think, I think just divorce, I mean, not just in our culture, just, you know, a couple of, in the last century, you know, it's been always, even in the English culture, it's just such a, you know, it's just looked down upon so badly amongst society. And it comes down to, you know, you know, how are you going to show your face in society? You know, a failed marriage. And that still exists today. You know, you, you end up so invested in a person in so many different ways. You know, it's just, it's not just a marriage. And often in our culture, you know, in Asian culture, it's not just the person, it's your families as well. You know, yeah. um, and then there's just so much into it. No one wants to go through divorce. And it's usually, you know, it's the last resort. And it, it's not an easy, it's not easy. You know, it takes so much strength. And I mean, to get through that, you know, to get through it and come out and be like, you know what, I did that. I got through it and I'm in such a better place now. You know, it's so difficult because it takes such a toll on, you know, your self-confidence, your self-worth, um, not just in your eyes, but you're always thinking about what people think. I applaud everyone who goes through it. And I, you know, it's something we should be proud of that we went through that ordeal yet what do we do you know we bring them down and like look down on them like they've gone through you know i think with time that's something that really has to change that we need to start prioritizing people's like mental health and happiness how do you change that perception because this one's a bit different because it feels very isolating and it's Mm -hmm. it, it can often feel like it's you against the world you know and i mean this is we're we're just talking about people that don't have kids and get divorced, but there are also people that, are, that have children with their yeah. partners and then have to face that, well, do mm-hmm. I stay with my partner because that might be what's best for my child or do yeah. I do what's best for me or is doing what's best for me the best for my child? How did you decide to tell people that you've gotten divorced? Me? I think I think you you get to a point when you realize that you've become so dysfunctional. What I am so grateful for was the fact that I had very, very supportive parents. My family, they've been my rock from the get-go. I, I don't know how I would have done it. You know, had my parents said to me, you know what, no, you're married. You know, our doors are shut for you. That's your life. You know, whatever happens, you need to work at it. You need to sacrifice. You need to compromise. Keep going, but you need to stay there. Yeah, you, you, that, that kind of isolation, that kind of helplessness, fortunately for me, I didn't get, I didn't have to go through that, but I know people who have, you know, I think us, the support we provide, you know, for those who are struggling, um, or those who are thinking of, I think that changes so much. I think if we are to change the stigma, and I think often it's sometimes just to understand, perhaps where that person's coming from i guess i think you're right i think especially in our culture and maybe even generation you know but definitely in culture 
we're, we're taught that, again, there are only certain reasons why you can divorce your partner you know if they're cheating if they're drinking if they're hitting you i mean abuse isn't always physical no exactly you know like because i was the only one in my you know group of friends who had gone through divorce or who was going through it no one else was going no one could relate no one could understand you know often another thing you know when people are like no but tell me i'm here for you they just want to know the gossip you know like how many people are there who really genuinely care what went wrong and how you know they could help your situation oh you'll get through it you know i'm, I'm sure things will work out uh good luck you know don't worry you know give it some time yeah and i think that they'd rather have a couple celebrating their 50 years of marriage that you know it doesn't matter whether you don't talk to each other or whether you sleep in different rooms. or you live in separate yeah you sleep in separate beds yeah. you know or often like you know even if you're at that age you know both of you live with two different kids at two different cities who cares yeah. hey yeah. at least in society you're still married exactly and that's fine and I think that's why a lot of people opt to be separated not divorced because yeah it's because of that stigma but how did you eventually tell the wider world? Because obviously people, I'm sure people ask that. Oh, you're back at home. What are you doing? Oh, how's your husband? (laughs) How's your husband? And my reply would always be, Oh, he's fine. Thank you for asking. Mm. Um, You know, I, I never, I think initially I just didn't want to, it was just something I didn't want to talk about. You know, I, I stopped attending like family functions and weddings and, you know, and it was usually family stuff, you know, friends and friends were very supportive. You know, I had a good network and they kept me going, but when it's family, it's on another level. I think there's a point where you need to put yourself before anything else. And you, you know, you hopefully heal and get to a point where you can tell everyone like, yeah, I got divorced and it happened. You know, it, it, doesn't happen overnight but you get to a point where you stop caring about other people because you learn to put yourself first and i think that's that's such a i mean that's an important lesson overall for i think people especially women you know that you you have to value yourself and you have to put yourself first before everybody else it doesn't matter what you know manushki bulbe and like sharmaji say well sharmaji didn't raise me it does i don't give a crap about sharmaji <laughs> every 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 relationship goes through its ups and downs and you know there's sacrifices and compromise on both parts but i think when it comes to marriage and you you kind of get to a point where you realize that this is not working out you know and like i said when all other options are exhausted so you know you try and get the help you need maybe you just need to go to a marriage counselor or it's an issue that you know there's so many things it could be but i think People just assume, they just assume that, oh, no, she just got divorced. Like, you know, like, as if you don't try and make your marriage work, you know? Uh, And that used to bug me so much that you don't know what I went through. How dare you make a comment? How, my inner zen, uh, you know how, how much it took out of me to get there? Oh my gosh. It's, it's not easy. It, I, for me, it was a lot of numbness when it was happening. I, I just couldn't get my head around it. I, I couldn't believe, like, I, I got married and I was with this person and I'm not anymore. I, not only is it a breakage of your marriage, but it's your, your dreams, you know, your future plans, everything that you plan up for your life and suddenly it's just not there. 
I hope things become easier. We become, become more supportive. You know, how I value things is so different. My whole outlook on life, you know, it, it changes you. It changes you. But, you know, hopefully for the better. For, it's just this, this overwhelming sense of failure that you couldn't make it work. It, it's one of the worst feelings ever. And like I said, it's not just you who goes through it, you know, your, your parents as well. Like, you know, everything they go through, their pain, and then your siblings and everyone. And it's just like such a big burden on yourself that I caused this. Yeah, you know, exactly. that one, like that decision of mine has had such an impact on so many people. Everyone I've like, it's not just yourself who goes through it though. Even before you get to, you know, divorce and stuff, you know, sometimes you just need help. And you reach out for help, but then you have this in the back of my mind that, hang on, you know, like if, if I tell my parents that this has happened, I don't want them to have a horrible impression on my husband. I don't want to ruin the bond that there is there. So, you know, you're like, you, hold, or you hold back from telling them or even your friends or, you know, like you want help, you know, you need it, but you don't know who to turn to because there is that thing like, you know, I want, I, I, I have this impression, like there, there is this impression of my spouse. I don't want to ruin that in front of everyone's eyes. You know, you have this thing in the back of my head that, you know, and then you start making excuses and maybe it's nothing, it's not a big of a deal, you know? I mean, for me, I started bottling up all my issues. There's, I wouldn't talk to anyone about it. I'd keep things to myself until, you know, it got so bad and that is such an unhealthy thing we do. Or often, you know, I'd, I'd start making excuses. And often it does come down to, like we said, like, you know, society and all of that. But that's got to change. Who cares about society when your daughter's, you know, depressed, suicidal? Who cares? Um, so I've been divorced two years. And in those two years, I would get, you know, more recently, marriage proposals. Or, hey, I know someone. And it's always, you know, divorcee guy. I don't know what it is about being <laughs> divorced that you always attract divorcees. Um, and then often the way it's portrayed to me is, you know, oh, you know, the wife was a bit crazy or, you know, she was crazy or okay. it was always her. And the guy is always pr- like, and in my head, I'm like, hell no. I have not met a single guy who's been like, you know what? We were, we both had a part to play. She wasn't the crazy one. She, you know, it wasn't her. Let me ask you this. Mm pre before you got married for the first time yeah would you have considered divorcee guys i'll be very honest before i got married had i had a proposal for someone who had been married before mm. i don't think that's that's not an avenue i would have gone down and that would have you know i i wouldn't they've gone through so much i yeah. don't know whether i would be able to value the relationship in the same way that they would because they would come at it from a completely different angle that's the thing. We're always just growing so much as individuals. You know, our experiences make us. And often, even when you're young, I mean, no one jumps into marriage for the sake of it or being pressured into it. You know, it's, it's a big thing in life. Di- being divorced and having gone through that, I, I feel like that person that was 21 and got married, the mentality and their outlook in life back then compared to now is night and day. If, it's, if you're married for two months only before you're like, I'm getting divorced... I think there's always that stigma of, oh, you didn't try. But then at the same time, if you're married for 13 years, you're like, you've, you've, you've already come 13 years. Just stick it out for a few more, you know? And exactly. Like, then no matter what you do, I think there'll always be some kind of comment to it as to why you shouldn't or what you should do. And it, you, I think when you know, you just know, 
even if it's three months in or three days in, when you know this is not going to work, there is something fundamentally wrong. Like, I think this is what people don't understand. Like, no one just, you know, like, oh, I'll get a divorce. No one, it's not, it's such a massive thing. People don't understand, like, the weight of it. No one decides to do it, you know, every, you know? Yeah. It's thought out. Like, I think we need to learn to respect that decision. You know, like, what must this bichari have gone through, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, where's the compassion and love that we have? Let's talk about dating after divorce. I think when I began dating, it just became this whole thing. I, I felt so defined by my marriage and my failed attempt at marriage. I felt like it has become such a big part of me. So do you think that people would kind of find out that you divorce and immediately lose interest? <sighs> yes. Yes. Some people were worse. They, oh, it's like you're blacklisted. Yeah, okay. You know, there was this one phrase I heard someone say once, and this wasn't, they were talking about someone else. They wasn't, they weren't talking about me. And the person who was in the room, they commented saying, Are you the second hand mal hai yaar? Like, oh, I can't explain how those words stabbed through me. I think when I was back in the dating scene, I think that was very apparent that because of this, word and this label of divorcee but then at the same time you know how many i oh the number of guys i've dated or met that you know were sexually active were have been in long-term relationships where there have been no boundaries you know and that's okay that's acceptable because it was a hidden relationship you know um the world doesn't know you did it in sin who cares but when you want to keep things you know, as sacred as possible. You, you know, you keep yourself for your husband and you go through it the right way and it doesn't work out. And then it's, that looks bad. You know, where are these double standards that we have in society? Like, it is such bullshit. I think that idea is rubbish. I think that's totally uncalled for and totally unfair because, again, that label gets stuck to the women, not the men. Sometimes it's as bad as you want to make it. Honestly, sometimes... Mm. For me, I I when <laughs> we had this we had this dinner party and there was this family friend and you know, given that it's been a fair two years since divorce, yeah, it's like common knowledge now. All the aunties, there were about forty of us. This is prior to COVID. I haven't seen her in ages. It's you know I was having a conversation with, you know, someone and she was next to me. She asked me, you know, so where's the hubby? And I just turned to her and was like oh, you don't know? Uh, I got a divorce. And I turned back to my, I resumed my conversation and she just stood there and her jaw had dropped because of how like blasé I was and how casually I just told her. And then I realized that, oh crap. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, let me help you out. Yeah. I got divorced two years ago and you know, like keep up with the gossip, bro. You know, (laughs) let me explain to you how my marriage broke down two years ago. Yeah. You know, like brace yourself. And do you think that you kind of felt like you owed that explanation to people? Oh yeah, initially yes, I did. I felt like I had to explain my side of the story to everyone and try and, you know, to show them that it wasn't my fault. I tried and I couldn't make it work. I felt the need to justify to everyone I met. You know how hard it's been to clutch on to like what little remaining I have of my sanity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for like coming and sharing your experiences with us. Pleasure. Honestly. To, I, the last thing I would say is just, I just hope for everyone there that there's a time where you can look back and feel grateful that, you know what, I went through what I did, but I've come out stronger and I'm happier and I'm much better where I am. That's genuinely my prayer for everyone who goes through this. It's a horrible place to be, but 
we'll get through it on that note if you're kind of going through a divorce and you feel like you just want to talk to somebody get on my instagram just let me know and i'm sure that you know between me and fahima we can put you at least in contact with people that are also maybe just going through it at all you know maybe sometimes it just helps to just talk it out with someone literally sometimes that's all it need, all you need someone who doesn't know you who doesn't know your family who doesn't have all those you know like no biases no 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 they can't judge you they just know you for what you tell them and you just need to get that off your chest sometimes and we're just an ear who will listen to your sorrows you know i'm so glad you've started this honestly hopefully it, it empowers many other people not just women but people in general <laughs>